Prologue Regarding Henry Before I dive into the stories of the six wives, it's important that you have a basic understanding of Henry Tudor. It's no secret that I find him to be a bit of a dick, but for the next several minutes I'll do my best to be impartial. Henry VIII was born in 1491. He was the third of four children, and since he was the second son, he was never meant to be king. His father, Henry VII, wasn't born to be king either. The elder Tudor defeated King Richard III in battle and took the throne for himself. If you happen to be a Game of Thrones fan, I liken this to Robert Baratheon defeating the Targaryens and then sitting his own ass on the Iron Throne. The trouble is, once you take something that someone else has a stronger claim to, you spend the rest of your life fighting to keep it. You live in a constant state of distrust, fear, and paranoia, something that plagued both father and son during their reigns. Without a strong ancestral claim to the throne, the line of succession became somewhat of an obsession for the Tudor men. For King Henry VII, he had two sons, the proverbial heir and a spare, so it appeared at least the next generation of the Tudor reign was secured. Arthur Tudor, Henry's brother, was five years his senior, and from a young age, Arthur had been groomed to rule England. Arthur was engaged to marry Catherine of Aragon. She was the daughter of King Ferdinand II and Queen Isabella of Spain. So simply put, Catherine was a good catch, the perfect choice for a future queen. Henry VII knew the union was key to form an alliance between England and Spain, plus Catherine's dowry was said to be very large indeed. Yes, there was a point in time where a woman's father actually paid somebody to marry her. And Catherine wasn't some low-born nobody. She was literally the princess of Spain, and her father still had to pay a man to marry her. Sorry, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Arthur and Catherine, aged 15 and 16 respectively, were married in November of 1501, when younger brother Henry is just 10 years old. Up to this point, Henry has lived the life of a second son in a royal family. The young prince had been sent as an infant to be raised by his grandmother, Margaret Beaufort, where he was tended to by nannies and wet nurses. By age three, he was given his own household, filled with servants and staff. He was tutored by preeminent scholars, the best minds available at the time. At age seven, Henry moved into his father's household. And although he's not a strong presence at court, he is given access to some brilliant and influential men who made a great impression on him. There is no doubt that he was raised to be a well-rounded, cultured young man. By age eight, he was already fluent in Latin and French, plus he was learning Italian and Spanish. He played the organ, the lute, and the harpsichord. To be fair, it was the end of the 15th century, and that's the kind of shit they considered manly for the time. He also excelled at hunting, tennis, jousting, and swordplay. But because it was never intended for him to be king... Henry hadn't been given the training for governing that Arthur had been given. Unfortunately, his brother Arthur's life with Catherine was short-lived. Just a few months into their marriage, both Arthur and Catherine had come down with the sweating sickness. Arthur would not recover. 
He died on April 2nd, 1502, leaving Catherine, his bride of five months, a widow. Henry, the second son, was now positioned to be the King of England. And this is where things start to get a little tricky. I don't want to take anything away from the episodes dedicated to Catherine of Aragon, but her father-in-law, King Henry VII, wasn't going to let a tiny little thing like the death of the groom stop him from collecting the rest of her large marriage dowry from Spain. He refused to send her home, immediately concocting a plan that he believed would A, maintain the alliance between England and Spain, and B, would allow him to still collect the vast riches promised to him, but also C, would accidentally disrupt the course of English history. He would have Catherine of Aragon marry his son Henry. Henry VIII ascended to the throne in April of 1509, and for the 38 years that he ruled, his top priorities were continuing his dynasty and consolidating royal power. He would use all means necessary to achieve his goals, even if it meant waging war, killing his detractors, and dissolving his relationship with the Catholic Church. As he aged, he became more volatile, unpredictable, and intimidating. He was verbally and emotionally abusive to those around him and was quick to turn on once trusted and beloved advisors, friends, and allies. Through all the turmoil, drama, hatred, violence, and fear, there is an incredible story of these six women. They are the real housewives of Hampton Court. <laughs> 